Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Diamonds in my teeth, I got a lot of shine. Running up the number, that's a lot of crime. Try to take it from me, must be at your mind. I'm deep got a sign. Smokey in the air, that's a lot of crime. Pockets running over with the dollar sign. Try to take it from me. Welcome to episode 336 of 4th and John. Uh, this is Gail Saunders here with Evan Hollywood Hearn, Mr. Primo in the building, and Dan Skippy, a.k.a. Hollis Thomas. And we're talking the Super Bowl recap. Um, I'm going to be honest, it's, it's very it's very tough to sit here and uh, be uh, excited about what we saw. Uh, it was really gut-wrenching to... Uh, be there at a watch party uh, at the Hard Rock. Shout out to all you fans who showed up. But at the end of the day, it's, uh, you know, you talk about a, a season full of great memories, high peaks and valleys. Um, we didn't really see or feel the agony of defeat until the last game of the season. I think uh, when you think about how many times we've, you know, just expected this team to win, uh, we get an opportunity we get an opportunity with a lead in the Super Bowl, and uh, it was an epic collapse of Jonathan Gannon's defense, something we have spoke about over the years. has been a topic on this show. But overall, I think, uh, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts, while he had a big fumble in this game, came back and made uh, – had a brilliance uh, – showed, showed brilliance the whole game. I think it, you, you can't take that away from him. He had an MVP-like performance, uh, but at the end of the day, uh, our Eagles lost. And we could sit here and make excuses. I, I don't want to be a 49ers fan. I don't want to be a Cowboys fan making excuses for this football team. What happened, happened. It is what it is. Uh, we took the L. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, we have to move on. There's going to be a lot of uh, movement this offseason. Uh, we'll be talking about it through the offseason. Uh, but I, I really just want to, you know, I'm just at the end of the day, this this Eagles um, is personal to me. Like this, it, you know, like sometimes the Eagles hold me together. So it's it's more than just a game. Uh, it keeps me grounded sometimes when, I, when, when, when you know, you, you're feeling certain ways. These Eagles hold you together, man. And uh, – I just want to appreciate this football team. They held me together all year. Whatever I was going through this season, uh, they held me together. Um, but I, I do want to thank the uh, this football team for great memories this season. I will hand it off to you, Ab. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm in the same sort of somber mood as you. Um, 
you know, they're, they're this whole game, this whole past week, uh, to me, it put uh, a lot of things in perspective, uh, mainly being time, uh, because this entire season was such a fun ride from the, from the first week all the way up until the Super Bowl. And it really felt like it flew by. It felt like uh, I, I kept on saying midway through the year, midway through the regular season, I said, slow down, cherish it. We don't get to see an Eagles team like this that often. And now, after everything is all said and done, here we are in the offseason. We got a long way to wait until we see this Eagles team again. And this Eagles team we see again next year could be a completely different squad. Um, I, you know, I mean, we've got a lot of uh, hoops we've got to jump through, whether it be contracts, free agency, the draft. Uh, I see Michael Thomas, uh, fan of the Saints, can't even spell Michael correctly. It's A-E, not E-A. You know, if you're a fan of that guy, I think you would know that. Thanks for the 10th overall pick. But I, I think that's, that's pretty much been the uh, – that pretty much sums up what has been the past uh, couple days. I mean, it's there's been players taking shots. There's been uh, fans taking shots. And to be honest with you, like, I get it, man. Um, me being one of them, I'm guilty of it. I, I was sitting here. I was riding high. I was talking shit. And um, at the end of the day, we're, we're, we're sitting here as losers, man. Every, there's only one team that gets to hold up the trophy at the end of the year. Um, you know, I know, and we all know, uh, as Eagles fans, that we are in a much better position uh, than a lot of these teams' fans that are talking shit. Uh, we know that we're built to come back next year strong again. But um, at the end of the day, we don't have a trophy, man. We lost. And uh, we got to take that one on the chin. We got to ride this out in the offseason and hope for the best next year, man. You want to go, Tank? No, go ahead, Brian. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, this is real tough. I mean, I'm pretty sure y'all can see it in my facial reaction. Um, it hasn't really synced in as of yet. Um, little by little, it, it is, but not fully. Um, this is tough. It's a tough one to go ahead and swallow, man. Uh, you know, like you guys mentioned, I mean, Sunday Sunday started off great with the Hard Rock um, party. Um, we were having a great time, man. The the vibe in there was great. Uh, the confidence level was superb, man. I mean, it, it looked like it was in our hands to go ahead and come out with the victory on this thing. But that second half was just a totally different ball game, man. And it was just tough to go ahead and see. Um, hey, look, man, the loss is the loss. You're right, Gil. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not going to fall into the category of the 40 winers, the Dallas Cowboys, the Vagiants. You know, what I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not these guys are, are are teaming up together this whole past few days, you know what I mean, just trying to get under a lot of our skins. And I mean it's working towards other people, but I'm cool, man. Y'all can go ahead and talk all y'all want. At the end of the day, I'm very proud of my team. Um, I'm happy for what they accomplished. Jalen Hurts stepped up big time this year. Um, you know, we were riding it out with him all the way through. It was a great season all around for us fans, this fan base, this organization. Um, it, it definitely would have been icing on the cake to go ahead and lift that Lombardi trophy up at the end of it all. But, hey, listen, it is what it is, man. You know what I mean? Um, I still feel like this future is bright uh, with Jalen Hurts. Um, and, yeah, Evan, you're right. I mean, we are what somebody said in the comments, 72 days away from the draft. 
and longer time away from actually seeing this team go back to work. Um, so, but it could be a totally different team um, right now, focusing on what decisions are going to be made. It's kind of hard, uh, but hey, uh, you got to prepare yourself for it. I know we got some news today about Gannon getting picked up by Arizona and Steichen going to the Colts. So congratulations to them too. Um, what I truly want to say about Gannon, I'm going to go ahead and keep to myself. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I mean, I'm pretty sure Tank will go ahead and fill in the blanks on that one. Um, yeah, man, it it, it it's it sucks. It really does. But, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, with the four of us, it's always going to be fly. It was fly. And we're going to keep repping this team to the day we die. So, you know, I mean, I'm, it, it's all good. We'll, we'll, we'll be back. Guaranteed we'll be back. Yep. First of all, fuck what everybody say. We was only one show in town, and we was part of it. Nobody else. Nobody else could make could make it. Nobody else could beat either team that was there. That's first and foremost. Secondly, uh, if I was still playing, I would I would probably uh, like to apologize to the fans for on 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 uh, on behalf of the NFL and the uh, the officiating crew. Um, from a fan's perspective, I feel like we were cheated out of wa- out of watching an epic game finish out. Um, that was just, that was my, and that wasn't, the, that wasn't even personal bias when you don't make that call all game long and we, we could bitch, we don't have to bitch about the call, but when you don't make that call all game long and you choose to end the game, like, like you did, you don't make that call on either side all day long. And then you choose to fuck everybody out of what it could have been, whether we won or lost, could have been one of the most epic games ever. We'll still have to wonder how that game truly would have ended. Uh, say, uh, secondly, uh, Jonathan Gannon, he, screwed, he kind of screwed the pooch. He, he didn't make any, he didn't make any adjustments, and he, the um, the part of him uh, reared his ugly head. I was a dude. It was a, uh, it was one of the most heartbreaking things I, I've seen. I felt bad for the team, the, the fans that was there. Um, I got to go. I had a great time all the way up until that point. But then, as I, I was walking back to the bus, I was thinking to myself, this is why everybody always has those conspiracy theories because huh. they get you because you you see all of the. Um, the pageantry and the, the commissioner who's supposed to be unbiased, he's, he's just supposed to hand a trophy off and get the fuck off the field. He's hugging and slapping hands with the, with the winning team. But the, I, I didn't I didn't like that. I don't I don't like him. As, I never liked him as a commissioner because I, I felt like he's a bit of a front runner and an ass kisser. Um, the one thing that I will say is uh, it's still win, lose, or draw. It's still go motherfucking birds. Uh, we have nothing to hang our heads at. Uh, we will. We have a young nucleus. That they're going to put some other guys, some other pieces around, and we will be back. I don't know if you notice, even even though even as heartbroken as you are, our quarterback put together one of the most phenomenal games uh-huh. known to man. Uh-huh. And it was it's just we we came up short. It's not it's no other way around it. As we I don't I'm not going to sit here and bash the other team. Only, only person that I really don't like is Juju Smith Schuster. Yeah, screw because that, he, <laughs> yeah, because it, it was TikTok the, the, boy. I know the one thing that. Uh, I was like, he, you're bragging off of a, a penalty. You're, you're bragging off of a penalty that that hadn't been called all game. But uh, and then the other stuff that that uh, the other stuff, all the other officiating errors in which we endured, and which some of the likes that I don't think a single person on this panel or watching this program has ever fucking seen. But we were leading on that drive, on that backbreaking drive. That would have been a backbreaking drive had we got the seven. But it, it's like we can't we can't, can't do nothing. The one thing the one thing that I will say is uh is, is it was a fantastic ride the entire season. 
Uh, most people have been done. Most people have been done since uh, uh, beginning of January. Dude, it's, it's the middle of February, and we're still talking about football because our team brought us to this point. Exactly, so, I mean, and, and that's a great point. And when you start to like just flesh it out and look at the rest of the league, um, I look at guys like Josh Allen, where yeah. he, this guy just gets pumped up every single year about how good he is. Josh Allen's the next great, and I think Josh Allen is a great quarterback. But let's be real, man hasn't been to the Super Bowl. Jalen got there, man. Uh, Jalen has what it, yeah, Jalen has what it takes to get there. Um, and so, like, you know, I see a lot of people talking shit on Jalen. Uh, you know, I, th- I think that there's people that are just trying to get under underneath the Eagles fans' yeah. skin while they're down. That's all that's really I, going I, on. I don't to, to have any sort of gripe uh, with what Jalen did on that field um, in this game. I mean, dude, that fumble sucked. But at the end of the day, Jalen doesn't make those mistakes. Like, the, the fluke things I, happen. And aside from that one single solitary play, the man was lights out. He was dropping dimes, man, all day long. Um, and that uh, and that play for you guys who wasn't in the stadium, he pulled his face. His face mask got yanked down. I, yeah, I've seen, down pictures, I've seen pictures. I've seen pictures. It's a. It, it, we we were yelling at it uh, from the stands, uh, but you know it was a. We could blame it on officials a little bit, but I felt like the, we had the game in hand. I don't. Feel, I feel like. Defensively, we didn't go in and make the a, a proper adjustments that hundred percent. That I feel like I felt like we needed to make, and we we kind of we kind of we, it was up to us not to let the officials uh, officials take control of this game. Now for now forever, whoever the official was that made that call, uh, he'll be he'll go down as the uh, as the end of the game, and then mm. one, once again, officials are heard. Uh, seen and heard in this game I, instead no, of I, just uh, seeing. I, I agree with you, Tank. That that call sucked. I think it was the wrong call at that moment. But I can't, I can't place blame on the refs when we had that second half performance prior. No, no, no. But see, but see, it would be different if that that was the way. See, this is this is the other part too. I was going to I'm going to explain to everybody because that, as a player, when you first go out, you get the barometer of how they're calling the game, mm-hmm. and that's how you get. So it's like an umpire at, at home plate with pitches. Exactly. Yeah. So again, that get and if you must know, that was the only time that that was called. It could have been called about ten Earlier. or twelve other times. Oh no, on both teams, they didn't. They, so everybody. No, I mean, like, okay, they, they, they played with Bradbury the same same kind of play that they didn't call yeah. early in the game. Yeah, and it, it was one play. It was one play that I thought until they showed the replay. I thought Quiz had just totally missed the ball. I announced to me the DB was bucking on his back before the ball even got there. So to me. It's the it's point where he called it. That's what brings up all the conspiracy theories. Because what the fuck? It's a minute and 40 seconds, 40 some seconds left. They're going to kick a field goal. It could be the game winning field goal, or it could we could watch an epic comeback and a, a tie up, or and possibly overtime, or we could score a touchdown. But you just decided it for everybody. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, let's talk about the, uh, I mean, the, the, the topic of vet on everyone's mind is the, uh, the collapse of Jonathan Gannon's defense. Now, if you, um, Go back to, and look at the motion plays, uh, which is a play that was run by our old f- favorite Dougie exactly Peterson uh, for, um, you know, yeah, I, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if Dougie called and he's like, y'all got something for you, bro. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, the communication or lack of um, it put this defense in a bind in the, in the point where you score three touchdowns in these same situations, uh, you know, it, it it really put this defense in a in a bind, and you at the end of the day, like, what were you preparing for, Jonathan Gannon? Like, this is these are things that um, they looked ill prepared. I mean, we're talking about guys that are wide open. And again, Andy Reid is Andy Reid, and we're talking about 
we talked about earlier a couple couple weeks ago about our often our coordinators being you know lack of experience well this lack of experience showed up on the biggest stage um so this is this is the uh, and Jonathan Gannon is out today, so it's almost like a win-win. I want to I want to ask Tank from like a defensive lineman's perspective too, because like I mean we went into this into this game and my my thought process was we have to have we have to dominate in the trenches. Right. Um. Th- this defensive line, I mean, we were record setting this year. Yeah. Uh, we have a, a, a rotation of eight nine guys. Yeah. What what? Why weren't we able to penetrate? Well, you, you're, 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 you remember? You remember when we were talking, when I was telling you about uh, if you're going to play coverage, you need to cut up the run. You do, when you don't have enough, when you don't have enough guys up front, you cut up the run. So uh, because you don't have enough guys up front to cover all the gaps, and if you don't cut up the run, what happened to us on, on this past Sunday happens. They're able to run. They ran this one trap every fucking time, and the, the number ten didn't hit to touch nobody to the secondary. Yeah. The trap when you when you say a trap. A trap consists of one double team, a pulling of a guard, and since you have ends outside already, all you all this is a turnout block for the offensive tackle, and you got another guy coming up inside to hit your linebacker. The next thing you know, he's at, he's at he's damn near at the safety. We didn't do anything to cut up the run. We didn't run any other stunts. We didn't we didn't put any of our guys on in a single team the entire game. It was a, it was and everybody was talking about the slipping. Fuck the slipping. You didn't even put the guys in the in the in the optimal chance to win. It was nothing he did in the other two games he brought to this game. He went, he reverted back to doing what I hate. And it's like, if you're trying to play coverage, you're scared, say you're scared. We did not put any pressure on this quarterback the entire time. No. And then we think, we thinking that he's not going to run. He pulls the motherfucker down and run. I'm like, come on, man. <clears throat> but the, the one thing where you don't have an aggressive game plan together, it shows. And it's like, when, you, when, you, when you're a passive aggressive guy talking about bid but don't break, this is what happens. This and this is the same way our fucking season ended last year versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady, Byron <laughs> Leftwich were on the sidelines saying they don't change. They'll be right where they start or at the beginning of the snap, at the end of the snap. And then we got our ass kicked in that game. Yeah, we that's, that, if we, that's if we didn't have the personnel that we had right now, they probably would have scored fucking 60 on us. If we didn't have the personnel, that's why I kept saying our personnel is was helping him out. This person, because the personnel has pride and they can make plays, but you, but if you're hamstrung and you don't have anybody with any creativity, because it's kind of like this: it's like you go through the rigmarole and you're facing somebody who's equally as good as you all the time, but the person on the other side is uh, is is doing creative stuff and uh, things to get them on the edge. We were outflanked so much. Uh, if you look at if you look at the uh, the, the uh, motion plays, we were trying to stop something, but we, we were continually outflanked. So on that side of the ball, we got totally out coached once again to the end of our season. So to to to, help, to um, if you go back and look at the film, because I, I, I got to play it again, and go back and look at some of the film from uh, the Giants game and the 49ers game, we we uh, you don't have to blitz. All you had to do was line up five guys up front, and somebody and one of our guys up front will always win a one on one. And we just we just didn't do that. We didn't. It's like he was playing scared the whole time. The whole, the whole time we he played scared the whole time he played not to lose and when you play not to lose you end up losing it's kind of like the the uh they used to call it the bill belichick factor what if you if you get a big lead on them you kind of mm-hmm. play not to lose so you kind of make concessions yeah, you got yeah. guys drop back out deep that he played that way the entire time and like at a certain point when you could tell once the guys start getting tired because the uh guys our defense start getting tired because you're not moving around you're not giving them sometimes 
the best thing is giving the guys freedom to run around without hitting somebody and knocking the crap out of somebody. But if the other team is laying on them and constantly laying on them, it's at the end of the game, we're going to be tired. And they're going to they're gonna do what they did like in the second half. Yeah, they came I mean, out and we didn't make any adjustments. And I, I, I got this, I got this information from one of the horses, Miles, down in Jacksonville. It was like that. It was like his defense was so vulnerable to that jet sweep that they were so worried about the jet sweep and not anything else. They just used the motion to fuck over him. <laughs> it's just like, it's like, and then, and, when it, and then when I seen it, it looked like the Keystone Cops, man. Yeah. Um, um, I just said, it's like deep, but but it, but uh, to to, uh, to wrap put a bow on that part, I just. I still feel like the NFL owes all us fans, all the fans, uh, owe us a refund or something, some type of explanation, because yeah. that game still had a minute and a half left of, play, of playing time. So, go ahead. Yeah, let's talk about the slippery field conditions. I mean, we're, at the end of the day, like, you know, both teams had to play on the, these conditions, right? Um, mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, this is the biggest game of the season. This is the uh, big, biggest game of the year. And the fact that you have players, mm-hmm. you know, once you go back and rewatch it, like as painful as it is, I had started having like a slip counter. I'm like, all right, there, one right there, one right there, one right there. All the big plays that happened, there was a lot of. I seen TJ Edwards slip in the middle. I, I seen you, our defensive ends synchronized slipping at the same time. You started Again. seeing that by the second drive. You started seeing that, and me and you were we were watching the game right next to you? each other. Um, I mean, you realize something wasn't right when that field on, on that field. These guys were just all over the place. And I know a lot of people are saying, yeah, both teams played on the same field. I get that and I respect that. But understand, I'm still going to stick to what I said to a lot of people. Kansas City wasn't a threat like the way our defensive line was. Our defensive line, they they had more power to go ahead and get to that quarterback than the Kansas City Chiefs defensive line could have. So, I mean, right now, the advantage of that that field being in the condition that it was, it definitely wasn't to our advantage. I mean, like you said, you had Reddick and you had Sweat both sliding at the same time. Like, it was crazy. They were both on their asses when usually those two are meeting each other in the middle to go ahead and get that quarterback or causing for somebody else to go ahead and fill in that gap. But that wasn't the case, man. So it was just like something wasn't right. And we were seeing that in the very beginning and throughout the game, it just started getting worse and worse. And the, the funny thing is that as you guys are talking about slipping, I'm, watch, I'm watching guys slip right now. The one the one thing I will say about the slipping is uh, as a player, you know that you know to switch shoes up. The one thing that I do know that, that happened is when, when they was moving all that stage crap on and off the field, it messed up the field sometimes. But you truly have to you truly have to find the uh, the right the proper shoes to, to be on that surface. And I, I don't take the slipping. I, I don't I don't give a damn about the slipping. I was like, um, we did we weren't put in the optimal position defensively. Like the slipping, if you if you don't have enough guys up front to get there, like we 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 often see the guys coming across uh, off the edge. But if you saw what they were doing, they was double teaming the other guys, and we we couldn't get nothing. We couldn't get nothing going. Five five on five on four or six on five when they all pros, the the four six on four rather they gonna all the the six gonna win every time. If you don't and you didn't we didn't put no pressure on them. It, it's just I felt like we was out of position pretty much most of the game defensively. Um, it just was it just was uh all bad. <laughs> the question I also bad. got is what is it with the NFL having to decorate these fields? the way they've been decorating <laughs> them lately. Like, what was the purpose of having two Super Bowl 57 logos, one on each side of the NFL? And those like, motherfuckers are slippery. I, 
I don't those get are, it. Now those are slippery. What those is that? Like, what is that for? Like, you could go ahead and decorate that stadium any way, anyhow, all you want. But just leave the field alone, man. These guys are playing on that field. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. You, you, you tell me, Tank. Like, doesn't that shit make a difference when you got all those? You know, what I mean, spray paint. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it does. It does make a difference. Those uh, logos are actually slippery as fuck. Even even when it's just a regular logo from the team that you play on or that you're playing against, I you, I try to stay away from them as much as I can. But if the ball is right there, you got to watch your footing. It's um, uh, it's uh, it's pretty bad now. It's all, all the advertisement stuff. It's like you, people are paying me millions of dollars per commercial, but it, it's it's like a greedy cash cow that that keeps on getting fed. I, I don't do it. It's like once uh as the game started playing. And you know everything. We we had some good. It was some good times and some good moments. Some great moments of the game. But then, as you saw them come out in that second half, and you saw that our defense came up mega flat. It's like ah, we. So now that uh, so now that we have the entire season underneath of our belts, let's go back to uh, this year's draft. I mean, what do you guys think about how these rookies contributed to this team this year? I, I think uh, you know, there's one thing I did. It did cross my mind at some point in, in after the game i was just like because i was i was i was just thinking in my head like you know if if we like you know just putting it out there because I, I remember you specifically wanting kyle hamilton. Your, your kyle hamilton on the back end and, and you're talking about like kyle hamilton in space first a uh travis Kelsey would it be like different but again i'm thinking in my head of no, like you. you know of the first rounders being on the field, the starters. Obviously, we were in, we were in a, a weird situation where we had so much talent that you had these guys as, as depth pieces. Um, but it is interesting, uh, you know. You know, Jordan Davis. He, you know, he's he's going to have to get his game together, and obviously, one of these guys ahead of him will not be there. Um, I mean, this was, we have 17, 17 <laughs> Free agents on this team, obviously they're going to have to do. Because uh, thinking about this season and bringing the guys in that we brought in and drafting some of the guys that made sense or whatever, he had the perfect puzzle. This team had depth, had solid playmakers. You got guys in the incubator system, but you're like, you're going to have. Can you can you repeat that? Uh, and I, I do trust how he will make the right moves. Hopefully, this place it becomes a destination place. But this is a lot of work to be had and you just lost two coordinators. So a lot of work has to be done this offseason. That, that's mm. to be honest with you, that's the one thing that I fear in the back of my head is what, that the, the coordinator? No, no, not have anything to do with the coordinators. The fact oh, that talking about the, oh, the losing this the is people? uh just based off of rookie contracts, based off of Jalen is still on his rookie deal right now. That's one thing I do fear is that this may be the best Eagles team we're able to put together in this stretch, man. Like this this might have been the year. I... Well, to help you out, uh, they did uh, raise the cap twenty million, twenty two million to be exact. That, we that applies already... for everybody. That's not no, no. But we, but we, but let me finish. We were forty million under the cap. That's good too. And you know that Howie's a cap magi- magician. On the on the draft part, I'm a, I'm a, I'm always as a, on the draft part. I think of it like this. I'm always gonna have my wish list wish list of people that I would like to see here. But when they bring somebody in, what we have to take into account is. They've uh they've checked them out and uh they're trying to get to what fits what we do, and uh a lot of because I, I didn't realize this until like the, this weekend I was talking to Albert Hainsworth, 
And I asked him, I said, what the fuck happened when you went to Washington? And so he was like, I went from being in a system to where I could pretty much do what I want to do. I had two wide nines and, and another guy there, and I could just and I could just disrupt the middle to trying to play some type of a cockamamie three four scheme. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's not where. This like that's not where I cut my teeth. And I never I never looked at it like that. When somebody gets all their money and goes somewhere else, you got to get somebody that that fits your scheme, not your scheme. Uh, they, first, every, a lot of people always talk about a good person and a locker room guy, but you have to go out to people who actually fit what the fuck you're doing. Because if not, that's why you get all those really bad signings. And when he told me that, I was like, wow, I always just thought you were a bum. <laughs> but when you go back to what? No, no, because when you go back to when he was at Tennessee, he was a fucking monster. Yeah. But the wide, the wide nine and what they were doing in, uh, in Washington was totally different. It's like, so it's like, and I understood. And that's why the one thing that I, I do trust uh, what, what we currently got in the front office and stuff is them to bring in guys that fit with what we're doing. Now, this may, this may be one of the best prospects we've seen uh, in, in, the, in Eagles history so, so far. I was like, but it's like I'm, I'm pretty sure that they're going to try to do something better and get better. And, yeah, and I, mean, that, the, I, yeah. I see, I see yeah. comments in here about a blueprint. Let me tell you something right now. The blueprint's been set on how this defense can come together and be dominant. So I agree. I feel like this is going to be a landing spot for quite a bit of players out there that are going to want to come here because they see how this system is being ran. But it's also it's also a takeoff destination because there's players here that earned their earned their money and now are leaving. Yeah. Like like but a not, James but, Bradbury. But, yeah, but 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 to, uh, what I was gonna say, what, what I was gonna say is, but you want that because when they get here, what do they have to do? They have to play their best. Mm-hmm. So if you got a young nucleus and you just add people who are looking to get paid, that like I call them mercenaries. Now uh, that's exactly what we, it is. That's what that's what Bradbury, to be honest <laughs> with you, felt like all year. Like, I, I, yeah. I feel like he kind of just like laid low, didn't really say anything, did his job, made all yeah. pro. But, but uh, at the end of the day, he's looking for that paper, man. I don't blame him. Maybe he's on a fucking deal. Yeah. Hey, it's, it's business. It's yeah. business. business not it is definitely now, business. Get, get your money, bro. Now, I was uh, I was asked uh, would, uh, would I like uh, Lovey Smith as a defensive coordinator here? <laughs> What's your thoughts? <laughs> that would be awesome. I love Lovey Smith. Hey, man. Uh, you, it's, you, it's certain defense coordinators that uh, it's like the, the, nowadays, uh, and I, me, me and Seth had a Q, uh, Q&A when we were down there in uh, Sedona. Uh, shout out to uh, Philly Sports Trips, great, great trip. Uh, there's a lot of people probably in the room from the trip. What's up, y'all? I am the uh, I am the airplane police, but that's a whole other story. But uh, Seth, Seth and Wilbur uh, Montgomery said something that a lot of these young coaches that you don't really see, and uh, and it was mostly from uh, Wilbur because uh, he's been on a bunch of different coaches that have. A lot of the coaches now, they just give you the playbook. They don't go over what the technique is so that they want you to use and like and be a teacher. It's like, because it's like, and I was looking at that because when you look at a lot of the stuff, you don't see the teacher. You don't like, like when our IDBs look like Keystone Cops back there. I had never seen that shit before because it, we were always taught to communicate. It's like, we like, especially that's why a lot of, uh, when I went to different teams, they was like, was asked me why was I so voiceless and loud about everything. I was like, well, because I was like, we all need to be on the same page. And that's what, what Jim Johnson taught us is like, we, if we're going to be wrong, we all going to be wrong. We're going to be wrong on the same shit. It's like, because when you don't, when you don't use that communication, you see what we saw. But that's why I wanted somebody who's a, who's a teacher in here. And all, all those angles, that, all those bad uh, uh, tackling angles. And um, if you, have you ever heard the, uh, the phrase, turn it back to the sharks? 
So that's a, that's a phrase that Jim Johnson uses where you see a guy coming up and sometimes you see him trying to play the piano. He's supposed to hit the outside and turn it back to the inside because the Sharks and the rest of your defense is supposed to be coming to eat because there's yeah. blood in the water. I, was like, I haven't seen that. Every time we all we, – I hate when we get out there because we get out playing. But I need, we need somebody in here that's going to teach good, hard uh, uh, tag defense because uh, we got the guys to attack. Speaking yeah. of teaching, here's a learning moment for Blues okay. in 207. Um, <laughs> every team has the same salary cap, and just because <laughs> you buy unlicensed gear or non-licensed gear or Jeff Lurie <laughs> raises the parking price every year, it doesn't that doesn't add more money to our cap. So, yeah, put that back up there, Ev. And it's like, that, yeah, we have, they have a salary cap. But do you, re- do you realize, do you know why they, they're still the, uh, the preseason games? Because they don't pay nobody. They don't pay the team's salary during those games. Each, each player gets like 1200 bucks each week. They don't get, you don't get salaries. So it's none of them $100. They have enough money, and they pull up TV revenue. So mm. fuck them. <laughs> if you can find something that's quality, get it. Uh, I was talking about quality. Um, wide receiver that three. Wide wow. receiver, wide up, receiver three is something where we are looking uh, to uh, upgrade. Uh, we're, we're talking about if you if you go back and watch all the great performances by you know uh, AJ Devontae, look at look at their hands. Um, you mm-hmm. know, I play I play wide receiver. I mean you're. At the catch point is w- really what separates a lot of these wide receivers. Are you strong at the catch point? Do you, do you uh, throw up the dime when you have to? Do you turn your hands this way? Or you turn your hands this way? Do you run and, sh- and then shoot late hands at the very last minute, or do you alligator arm? It? Do you uh, or do you so, dive? But there's a there's a point there's a point in time when, as you know, we've seen Quez make some unbelievable plays over the last couple of years. I don't know whether it's a confidence thing or he, he lost some of his confidence along the way. You saw him at, at the catch point versus Dallas. You saw him um, get muscled out of some plays here um, for interceptions. You saw him fumble the ball versus Washington. I don't know what it is with confidence or what it, – because it, I know that happens, but if you go back and look at that play, which was a pivotal play, if he just, you know, runs check through out. it. Check out check the picture before you – Check the picture I just sent y'all before y'all start getting on this young man. Check the picture I sent you before you start getting on this. Hey man, man. Uh, I'm just saying. Check the you, picture you, before if, you start if, getting on this young man. Nah man, That's if, long if, before if, the ball if, gets there. If, if a, he he said it himself. He said it himself. I mean, he said even even after that picture, my uh, my my point remains the same. Is that I know what Quez Watkins is. And Quez mm-hmm. Watkins is a speed demon. But if mm-hmm. Quez Watkins needs to fight for the ball, he's not gonna get it. That, that's the bottom line. Quez Watkins, if he is, if he's got a few yards on the DB that he's burnt, yeah, he'll catch it and he'll run in the end zone. And if, that, he, if there's any sort of contest that's going on, Quez doesn't have the strength to overcome. And that's just the thing, man. And this is gonna be my last take because I'm gonna roll out of here because I'm gonna go celebrate Valentine's Day with my wife. But um, on, on behalf of that, Quez. Uh, sorry <laughs> i mean step up your game uh, um now nah, no, um, you bring now nah, you now nah, you bring up you bring a good point because that's just what they knew they knew that he had a fight to go ahead and get that catch so if they if they're battling him he's not going to win so that was the advantage they had on him they knew they could go ahead and definitely be more physical with him and he wasn't going to win that battle so I mean, regardless of whatever picture you sent, Tank, I'm sorry. I, I mean, I still, the guy's got to go ahead and beast out of that and go ahead and be more AJ aggressive. AJ would have caught that. 
Exactly, AJ, mm-hmm. and and, we, and look at Devontae, bro. I love this kid. Yo, <laughs> Gail, you remember? I literally got on the chair. All right, and shout out to my brother because he was there with me watching this game. But I literally got on the chair and started yelling at him across the room. That's that guy you fucking hate. And look how he's playing. That boy was playing some professional shit right there. Like, he was on fire. And I really, yo, I was even getting ready to call MVP. Like, if it wasn't going to be Jalen, it was going to be him the way he started playing. He was lights out. He was built. Inspired. For, he was built for that spotlight, man. And, yes, it was very inspiring. Um, it's just a shame. But, you know what I mean, Quez, like, look, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen to him. I don't know if he's going to even have a future here with with us. He's still he's still on a rookie contract. Everybody, that's fine. But I I I agree with some of the comments here. I think we do have to go and pursue a third wide receiver. We got to step. We got to go a step up on him. You know what I mean? We really do. So we'll see. But look, man. uh, Look, we're gonna take this L. We're gonna learn from Mm -hmm. it. I'm glad that Jalen has this one under his belt. Okay, I really do because uh, last time last year, look, he got a playoff game under his belt. And this year he came and he did better. So, I mean, now having this Super Bowl in his belt, now I'm telling you, I'm going to go ahead and just – that's going to be my momentum this uh, this offseason, run it back, because that's what the fuck we're going to do. We're going to run it back. We'll be back. Mark my words, we will be back, all right? But, look, peace out, brothers. Um, I'll get up with y'all. I'm going to go ahead and uh, – Hey, don't, don't, don't go make any more babies now. No, sir. Okay. Kitchen's closed. Kitchen's okay. closed. All right. Yeah, have right. A good night. <laughs> all right, bro. <laughs> now, the, the, the quiz, the quiz, Watkins dropped. I was pissed at him initially. I was pissed at him when it when it first happened, and then I saw how, how early that dude grabbed. I've sent you the picture mainly because that's how much uh, defensive holding was not called throughout mm-hmm. the entire entire fucking yeah, yeah. game. Mm-hmm. And it's like I, I do fault him for I, I fault us for putting him in that position, knowing that he's a run to get the ball type guy, then not a guy who's going to uh, catch anything that's uh, contested. And, and we're saying that, yes, we do have to upgrade grade that third wide receiver position. And somebody already said it. What's his name? Uh, Greg Ward probably would have caught that because Greg Ward's a little bit stronger. It's like, but we need, we do, we need, that's the one, the one thing I, I feel like we need, it's a couple of things we need to address. Special teams that gave, gave up the, the, uh, the punt return. That, you know, that, I mean, and it, this is, this is why we could, we, we could be hard, we could be heartbroken, but we can't not, we cannot not, not know that it was time for us to put that game away without having the officials be in charge of it. It's like, because and because this is what, what, uh, what how the narrative goes, how, how the conspiracy things come about. They, hmm. and, it, and it's like, but they don't, they don't help the thing. They don't, they don't help the conspiracy stuff either because they, <laughs> these motherfuckers put, they, the last play, the last drive of the game is when your first holding call was made. Your first defense holding call. And, and it's, it's, it's tough to swallow because as a fan, you're watching the game, and you—if unless it was just like totally egregious, I don't see you don't even make that call. And then that's what sometimes you have those epiphanies where you when you hear the commentator and you're like, "Oh, what the fuck does he mean? You don't make a call in that situation." It's like you know, it's like don't put him in that position. But Not then it, it resonated to me about when I go through my process of going through the game. I want I'm start when I start playing the game. I want I knock the shit out of the guy. Hold him as much as I possibly can, and see when he say, "Hey, seventy-eight. Hey, I see you can't you can't be holding him like that. He's up." So it's like when you get once you gauge, you get that for the officials. That's when you get into your true groove and rhythm. I was like, I was like, and I felt like they they did our guys wrong a, a little wrong, but I, I wish we wasn't in that predicament to do that. But 
and then and we can we and we can say the ref thing didn't really matter, but in a situation like this, this is the super fucking bowl. Both yeah. teams are fucking good and great. You saw that there were hardly any penalties called, and you called that. You, I mean, you, I mean, you, if you look, I mean, if you look around the league, I mean, or if you look across your timeline on Twitter, you can go from LeBron James, you can go from any NFL analyst mm-hmm. uh, to, to call that call during that situation. I, I saw Richard Sherman going ham on his podcast. Yeah. It, it was, it was, it was definitely, you know, the ball was, you know, far, far away from him. It wasn't even like he could have called it anyway. Uh, and it was again, if he, if he's going off of how they're playing the whole game he's he, he knows the vibe of what he can get away with what he's gonna you know right. the, and the, like you said the ref will say hey usually they'll warn you like hey i'm gonna give you this we're one not, we're, we're not even you know? about the one uh, of uh, uh the thing was is they were letting the entire both teams play like this yeah and that, and that's that, and that's the thing that that pisses me off when i i still it still resonates to me when they hop on they have when my boy troy hopped on tv time but you trust the judgment of these guys and and this is and somebody was trying to make the correlation of the situation with the Bengals last week. I was like, no, they've been protecting the quarterback all year long. You know, if you if you breathe on the quarterback wrong, wrong they're going to throw the penalty. This was a minute and something left, third down. You've been letting them go the entire game. You've been letting them play the entire game, and you want to change. You want to change. You want to change the narrative of of everything. And I, I, that's why that's why I apologize to the fans and everybody because. We should have we we, sh- we should have got to see an epic finish, and it, it was like whether we won or lost, we would have got to see a fair. We would see got to see our guy have a chance to come back against one of the best quarterbacks, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. He's he's fucking MVP. I didn't think he was coming back out of the second half. When he came back out of the second half, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> when he, and the way he weird. came out too, it was weird because uh, you know, people are watching the game. They see Mahomes get hurt, and it was because. I mean, I, I seen a lot of you like people were just like kind of ce- like celebrating the fact that like, hey, we knocked out another quarterback. This this could be the opening uh, for a, a smooth sailing victory. It was it was weird because it was like, you know, like you're trying to win a Super Bowl at this point. It's like, you know, you're not wishing uh, ill will on the dude, but like again, quarterbacks get knocked out of the game. But um, what do you think was the biggest uh, uh, mom- biggest momentum shifter? Um, during the Super Bowl, uh, you know, to me, um, you you tell me if you if you thought same, the same thing. Uh, when uh, when they came uh, when they came back out on that their first drive, their first drive when they they just marched downfield for ten, ten plays, yeah, without even uh, without even even a hint of resistance, that was the momentum shifter. It's like because if you saw the the way they were operating, they were operating like it was the beginning of the game, and they were going through their first fifteen, first fourteen to fifteen plays. And our defense didn't seem like it was nothing in itself. But the one thing that uh, gave me uh, an air of hope was the way our offense came right back out and, and answered. As I saw, and, and answered, it was the only way the field goal should have been a touchdown. But it's, and that, to, to me, that gave me an inkling of hope like this is going down to the wire. The last pe- people with the ball are going to win this. I was like, but you tell me, is that what you thought the momentum should be? No, that, that, that's the exact moment for me as well, man, because I saw, um, I mean, obviously we go into halftime and to just build off of what Gail was just saying. Um, I, w- I went out front. I was hanging out in the uh, smoking section with some friends and uh, <laughs> we, we were we were 
I was talking about how shaky Mahomes' ankle was looking. He was obviously distraught going to the locker room, but obviously he's going to get shot up with some Tortorol in the end of the locker room. Like that's going to happen. <laughs> um, and to be honest with you, like kudos to him for for toughing it out. I mean, that's, yeah. that takes a, a strong quarterback to play on an injury like that. And uh, but I agree with you. When we came back out there, and I was expecting the, the opposite. I was expecting yeah. the Eagles' defense to pounce on yeah. him. And um, and really just start to put this game away. But when I saw them move down the field without resistance, I had a bad feeling, man. I started I started to get a bad feeling about what was to come. There there's moments in that game where you know we're we're down, right? Um, mm-hmm. And you know I'm like, you know I felt the the shift, and then this this team, uh, or even you can even say after the fumble. Where that was like that was the first shift of like oh okay, but you know Jalen came back like the, the the next the first play of that drive after the fumble, man broke off a run you know he he, he yep. got them back in, in position so I kind of it's twenty four fourteen you go into the second half but like mm-hmm. when they when they went down a score like you know when you're in a room full of like two hundred people. <laughs> You catch a vibe and you're in the back. You can see everybody <laughs> collectively asses are tight. And I see. I actually saw at one point. I, I was like, I think uh, Ev's your your parents were getting up ready. I was like, I was like, come on now, let's, let's stick. Everyone stick together. We could we could do this. They, and they no, the we, funny, we, and we scored a touchdown. We, yeah. we scored a touchdown funny, and we got back into the game. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know what I'm saying? That so was crazy. The, the funniest shit was when you said what you said, that's how the stadium felt. And I'm looking around, I was like, hey, look, hey, I was like, it's still nine minutes and ten seconds. I'm like, what the fuck are y'all doing? I'm, I'm looking around, I'm like, my fucking game ain't over. And then and then and then and then, and then I and then I was trying to hold my piss. I had to I had to pee. <laughs> the bathroom was way too far away. So as I I got I had the game playing on my phone as I when I was going to pee. So I go to pee, go to take a whiz, and all of a sudden we score. I'm like, shit, I can't go back to my seat. Because <laughs> we scored while I was away from my seat. Yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then we got two-point conversion. I'm like, yeah. So I was like, I stood up there and I watched the, the most of it on, on the walk back to the to the, uh, to the the bus and on the big jumbotron. I was like, but I, I was like, I when I, this is the one thing that and I will tell you, you guys probably uh, let me know how you feel about, uh, about this. When I got this, when I, we have uh, Jalen at uh, quarterback and we have our offensive line, he showed me back when we played Indianapolis and he just put the team on his back. When we're just down the score like that and there's that much time left, I have confidence in this kid. He makes all he makes all the proper decisions and stuff, and he puts us in, he puts us in a great position to win. And it's like it's like it's kind of like when you when you playing with somebody, and uh, we when you're on the same team as somebody, just give him an opportunity to bring you back, and he will. And that's how I felt. That's how I felt with him. I was like, when everybody, I was sitting there, and everybody, like you said, the wind, the sail was let out of the fucking stadium too. Yeah. Felt like somebody was just like, Sss. I was like, I was like, there's nine minutes left. 
<laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the two-point conversion, too, because I think that was a testament. That play in itself was a testament of who Jalen Hurts is as a quarterback, man. I mean, I've seen that in the in the Minnesota game in week two. Mm-hmm. Uh, that dude fought like hell to get to the end zone. And I saw mm-hmm. this one still where there was, like, three guys on him. He's still two yards In short. the way. Yeah. And, and, and then, <laughs> it, like, he scored on that play. Yeah. Um, hey, so, it, like, J- Jalen yeah. left it all out on the field, man. Yeah. And also, I just before we uh, move on from the, the whole mm-hmm. topic of, of Mahomes' ankles, well, I'm seeing this uh, conversation going on a lot, too, talking about how he was faking it, all this stuff. Regardless oh, of whether or not you think he was faking it, Dude, this is the Super Bowl, and you use any exactly. strategy you can to try yeah. and get the upper hand. I mean, and I remember it, it, earlier this year, Devontae Smith kind of coming up a little bit uh, gimpy after a play, yep. and then they went right back to him because he made <laughs> the quarterback think that he was injured. That's right. all part of strategy. And that it, that, The, the uh, part is. that you talk about in the two-point conversion, you can see it was like three Chiefs right there. And when they, and they, when they, and they, when they replayed the slow motion, it showed you the determination that that kid has to want and to want to win. And I was like, damn. Because it was like, it looked like I was like, uh, we didn't, damn. <laughs> we, uh, we're not going to, oh, damn. It was just, and it was a pure That man squats 600 pounds on display yeah. right there. <laughs> on display. Yeah, and, now and, and now they're talking about banning that that QB sneak just because of what, how many how many times Jalen Hurts has showed you, you know what what, you, what, you know, what strong hamstrings look like? Uh, you, know, you, know, you know what they need to ban? Goofy ass officials. That's what they need to ban. I mean, at this, I mean, at this point in time, with the, the amount of cameras that are following everybody at every damn day and every damn moment of every single second of uh, of, of the day, you you can you could manage this game from above. You got cameras flying around here. You can call yeah. what you need to call. You know, like, and and first of all, I think the league should be ready ready to go with uh, overturning call in their earpiece. Like, now nah, pick that flag up. You know, yeah, like now, now I was I was gonna say you know that we was we was talking about that and not and we I think we talked about this before we uh, came on, and I don't think any of us have ever been a part of the, of this kind of uh, let's call it what it was shit that happens when uh, we cut we caught the ball we come down we line up on the ball, and then in mid play they stop the play, they say that they didn't give the Chiefs an opportunity to sub when we sub, I was like but you let us snap the ball you spotted the ball. And then, but then, when they finally let them get a chance to sub, they challenged the uh, catch on the play. Hmm. You know, I've never the, seen that shit before. The funny Ever. thing I, re- I funny thing I read before, uh, you know, this is this is pre pre Super Bowl during the week. I came across a, a article about like the the refs that were roughing the, the the Eagles game, and oh, God, it was God. it was it was de- definitely in favor of the Chiefs, and they they showed. Uh, their record record with these mm-hmm. refs and you know they're, they're kind of and i was just like in some some dude was like uh too bad eagle fans he's like you're catching an l with this one and i'm like you know in the back of my head i was like yeah i didn't really want to read that mm-hmm. and then during the game is happening as we're as we're progressing we you know you go back to that uh Devontae smith catch which i thought i thought he i thought it looked like a catch to me he had yep. control of it i mean if you go back and watch the uh I don't know the uh, Corey Clement, the Corey, or the Corey Clement. You know, like the the you know the you can still bobble, and if you have control, mm. I mean, the dude. You know, at the end of the day, it's uh, that that I thought that play changed the trajectory of the game a little bit. I got um, to be honest with you guys, and I, I want I want to know just fr- from the perspective of the comment section as well. But you guys keep on saying if you go back and watch, be completely honest with you, I 
after we wa- after watching that game live, dude, I have not. I've avoided all videos of that game. I have avoided <laughs> the rewatch of that. I can't yeah. do it right now, bro. I'm I'm struggling 50 minutes into this podcast. I, just, I know. I see. I see you slightly uh, blubbering. I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want to say nothing. But I, I, like, but no. But I understand your pain, man. Because that that was uh, it was uh, I, I was um, I was real. I was real pissed at uh, at uh, the deployment of our defense. So. I don't know how you I was, do it. I, I, just, I, was real. I, I have no desire to watch that game again. Well, no, I got it on now. Uh, and this is like my fourth time watching it. Because uh, when, I, when I talk shit, you know I like to be right. And it's like... I'm not in any position to be talking shit right now, though. I did that no, all no, prior no, to the no, game no, now. No, I got no, egg on my face. You, no, you really don't. You want to know why? And this is and this is what uh, uh, Hall of Fame MVP said. He said, I only won one Super Bowl and I lost two. It's like for the people who who weren't in the Super Bowl, who are t- trying to talk shit about you? He's like, you know, you came second best to a world champion by by minuscule points. That means you're part of the best of the best. I was like, and as much as it hurts you right now, anybody that's talking to you that wasn't on the chief side, anybody that's saying shit to you, that they, they don't have shit to say. Oh, I agree. I agree every, that. Everybody for everybody that we who asked, we have already kicked. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> you can't. You're not. The thing that that's why nobody argues with me. I was like, "What? What were you at? What were you at Sunday? What was your team at?" Get the fuck out of my face! I ain't finna, I'm not gonna argue with no overrated loser. Get the fuck nah, out of here! I'm not doing that either. Uh, all my friends that were trying to chime in and hit me up, you want to talk about? No, I, I'm not. I really don't want to talk about the game with you. That was, yeah, uh, that, was the, that was the other thing too. Is that like we left that game and you know I got I got I was there with my family and I was thankful yeah. to be able to do that because um, usually championships and stuff like that. I'm I'm not with my family now that I'm, right. I'm living on my own and everything. But then I went through that whole night and then I uh I was just down with some friends afterwards that I, I hadn't spent uh, and they wanted to sit there and talk about the game. Like I don't dude, I'm not kidding. <laughs> I don't feel like talking about this shit. Well then right well that part that part I can understand. It's like the, the uh the uh because you know we was on the trip we were going back to the hotel and you could hear a pin drop besides the people that got Overly intoxicated, you can hear a pin drop on the bus because it's uh, it let the wind out of ourselves, and that's yeah, why sure. that's why that's why I felt like the NFL and the officiating crew owed everybody at least an apology because, uh, and I think I think the heart the, the heartbreak is more so of the way it ended, and then it's 100%. like it's heartbreak. It's like you didn't even. It's like it's like last year when they were bitching the morning about oh Josh Allen didn't get a chance. Got the fuck out of here. Their their team was on the field. We got we got totally fucking holes. And I don't give a fuck who say what. I was like, if we we yes, we could have won in some other in some other areas, but that doesn't give the official the right to start doing bullshit at the end of the game to uh, to decide the game. This is it's total and utter bullshit. And we keep and we and we keep on they keep on making concessions for these motherfuckers. You sound like, like Mike Bar- like, sound like Mike Barkan on that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's bullshit. It's bullshit. <laughs> I'll be in my car. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was great. But, but when you've been watching, when you when you sit back and you watch a game of this, of this was this was like one of the greatest. This could have been. It was like watching. It was one of the greatest games back and forth, a heavyweight fight, and you let a fucking guy in stripes that in stripes that's been silent the whole game decide the game, and then you got the punk ass commissioner coming down there hugging the hugging motherfuckers. Tell yeah. me, I don't care how you hit the quarterback, the fuck out of here. It's I mean, bastards, I hate him. I mean, you look you look at too just everything that led up to it. The two number one seeds, uh, they had the exact amount of points scored going into the game, the same exact yep. record, same amount of all pro players on the team, and then you end with a thirty eight to thirty five. Like this was 
this was the best matchup of the year in the yeah. NFL, and it happened to happen in the Super Bowl, which yeah. is uh, I actually I actually in. wrote that down. Uh, yeah. It was uh, <laughs> number one seeds, both sixteen yeah. and three, both scored yeah. 546 points. Uh, they had six All Pros selection on both sides, mm-hmm. and they each had one Kelsey. And can we, yeah, I know that, but can we all at least acknowledge something as well, too? Like, dude, like, let's look at the damage points wise we did in the postseason 38, yeah. 31, 35. Yeah. We put points on the board, man. Yes. It, it, it was the defense that, that let us down. And, 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 the and my prediction going into the Super Bowl was 33, 21. I, I thought we could get hit the 30 above the 30 mark. We hit 33, we got 35. Bro, you you, we got you think and we lost, you think bro. you catch your L like yeah, damn yeah that's I did, crazy. It, the fuck up the fuck up part is I saw that John Gannon was going to go when I, and then especially when I heard that that he was one of the last two finalists for Arizona job I feel like he was going to come down there and put these motherfuckers on notice there I go that that you can't when the motherfucker shows you they stripes you just got to go with it and I and I told and I told you every time that I, I gave him credit for doing shit he goes back and, and reverts back to this. I was like, and this was a part that I, I, I know uh, Eric Bieniemy, who's probably going to get passed over as a head coach. Already again. has, already yeah. has. Yeah. So he's a, uh, so he's the one who did the research and went back and looked at the uh, looked at the film and uh, and how we adjust to the motion. And then mm-hmm. I was like, dude, you can't be that predictable as a defense, and you can't. It's like in the and the first time when they did it, when they did the motion, they was just doing it to see. Because they, they would do the exact same. No, no, yeah. yeah, not. But they, yeah, they, but they would see it if they would do the exact same thing like they did on film. It's like, oh, this is a stupid bastard. Yeah, Andy, Andy Reid coming off a, a bye and you know his record, but Andy Reid coming off two weeks to prepare, like you knew wrinkles were coming. You knew wrinkles were coming, and they they yeah. definitely brought the wrinkles. Uh, but uh, Jason, he says I probably will, will rewatch, but going to wait a while. Even yeah. then, I'll probably only watch the first half. This yeah. comment right here, kind of, I was up yeah. till probably, <laughs> I say, this craziest thing is I fell asleep, woke up at 1 a.m. I f- fell asleep watching it, taking notes. Then I woke up at 4 a.m. in the morning, continue with my notes. <laughs> and then I got, to, I got to the half. I was like, Gail, do not do do it to yourself. You want to hear it? You want, you want, you want me to read a couple of my notes here? Uh, let's see. Um, let's see. Chiefs. First drive, isolated Epps after motion from Kelsey. Help Kelsey on the over route. Uh, then I have a, a mark where someone slipped. Chief second drive, uh, fake, fake, oh, fake the over. Hit them with the uh, sale route to Kelsey. Three catches, sixty yards, one TD in the first quarter. TJ, TJ slip, Reddick slipped. Um, I, I go back to these ballsy. Moments for the, the Eagles offense. Fourth and f- five, mm-hmm. they, they they go for it. Um, uh, they did a, a Hertz QB run, and then there was a fourth mm-hmm. and two. I mean, twelve plays, seventy five yards, seven minutes and nineteen seconds. We're talk, we're, like, instead of talking about Gannon, talk about Steichen. What he did in that first half was mm-hmm. a complete exactly what we talked about on the last episode on how to beat Mahomes in allowing him to be off on the sidelines. You talk about uh, they had the ball for, what, eight minutes and six seconds? Mm-hmm. I mean, no, the rest the rest of it was the Eagles, 21 yeah. minutes and 54 seconds, bro, in the you, first you half. That the was ball. the perfect first half. 
this is this is the funniest thing too. It goes back to the officiating when they said when we were about to line up to do the quarterback sneak and they called false start on uh, Sam Malu. Mm-hmm. Never never fucking move. They just start pointing. Yeah, our defense just start pointing. And I'm like, I'm in the stadium. I'm like, I'm like, what the hell? And then so I looked down at my I had my phone there too. So I looked down at my phone and I was like, nobody moved. Nobody on our offensive line moved. And they gave us a five yard penalty. That's how bad that's how bad it was. That's how, and that's what I was cracking up because I know a bunch of people who say all, all this shit is scripted. They make who they want to win win. This is this is why everybody thinks that because of shit like this. But I still, I still think that if we had to do anything remotely good defensively, then we, we would not be, we would be, we would still be uh, celebrating. What's that? I say, uh, I say, if we if we had to do anything good defensively, we would, uh, <laughs> we would be celebrating instead of instead of sitting there sulking. I mean, I mean, you're talking about one stop, just one stop in halftime. I think, yeah. uh, I think if Rihanna was defensive coordinator, she would have got one stop. She would, she would, she would have stopped that offense somehow, some way. Um, I can tell you one thing: no, nobody was stopping Jonathan Gannon from getting on a plane to Arizona. We left, we left him there. No, no, we left him there. Yeah, he, I, yeah, he, I don't think he came back. That's true. He was, he was already out there. That's true. Yeah. It's def- definitely a weird scene. Um, you know, you you want to pick up the pieces as a fan, um, but as if you're analyzing the game, you're you're looking where our weaknesses and strengths are. There's a there's a lot of there's gonna be a lot of movement. There's a there's gonna be a lot of guys that you've tied your fandom to, like you know a Fletcher Cox. I mean, most importantly, a Kelsey, a Brandon Graham. Like what these three guys have meant to this team over the last you know decade, and uh, who are the new pieces or who are the guys that are staying, and you know that whole theory of uh, you know the Phillies are holding on to. Uh, you know, p- players that are getting old and long in the tooth. Like, who do you bring back without getting too nostalgic about what they um, mean to you personally, but also what makes sense? And, and now it's a now it's a time for Howie to make his money um, and who to bring back. The whole thing with Kelsey now. Um, you think he? Do you think Kelsey retires? I don't know. It looked it looked it was one of those nostalgic moments where it was like one or two things. I didn't know if he was just uh standing out there basking in the glory of his brother and uh being happy for his brother, or was he just standing out there soaking it up, you know, soaking it up because it was his last time on the field and he didn't want to take off his uniform. So it's got it's kind of a um it's kind of a sketchy moment. But I think um but if he's a, the competitor that I think he is, I think he's coming back. I think he at least wants to get one with the one with the kid, and it's like it, when you have a these moments uh, are not put in everybody's life where you have a, this type of opportunity, and you and the legacy and what you built, and you're already in great shape, and they take care of you. And uh, I mean, I, I I keep on seeing the list of uh, all the guys that are you know on this Eagles uh, set for Eagles free well, agency. You want to read and that off? We, yeah, I'll, I'll read it off right now. Um, we got. Fletcher Cox, right. Robert Quinn, Brandon Graham, Javon Hargrave, Jason Kelsey, James Bradbury, Isaac Sayamalu, Andre Dillard, Kazir White, TJ Edwards, <laughs> Ndamukong Su, Linville Joseph, Boston Scott, Zach Paschal, Miles Sanders, Rick Lovato, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, Tyree Jackson, Gardner Minshew, Marcus Epps. Listen, it's a long list of guys. Yeah. 
But a lot of these guys are old and are on the brink of retirement. <laughs> a lot of these guys, can we be realistic, aren't game changers, man. Like, no. like are we going to lose uh, sleep over a Zach Pascal leaving the team? Or, you know, a Robert Quinn who was washed up at this well, point. I mean, the, Tyree the thing Jackson, that, the thing, that, that's the, just a story that never evolved. But the, the, one, the one thing that I, I don't like, I, I don't like to do that and talk about who's washed up and who's blah, blah, blah. But I know who I should, we should keep. I know we, we should keep CJ. I know we should try to get Hargrave. And I, I think we should try to keep Sayamalu say if we're not going to upgrade from that position. Or if uh, if, we, if we're not going to keep Sayamalu, they're going to have to kick um, the beef jerky over there, uh, jerky's over there to, until uh, I hope that uh, Kelsey comes back. To be but honest, you, you're, you. you're right. You're right. You're right. You kind of, you kind of, you, you work with the youth first, yeah. And then if you can get the old guys later on, because it's it's cool. But you're not, you're not, you're not what's called. It's cool. You're not, you're not overly like like longing to keep them here. They, they were a good a good piece of the puzzle uh, this on this run, but you but you you, you do have to replace kind of like a. It's a it's a bit of the personality, a bit of the uh, of the of, of what you built. The, they, everybody else call it culture. I call I call it what you built as as a, as a team, as a nucleus, your identity. So you want to bring guys like minded guys like that in there because the good mix of young and old is a, it will it will always work better than just all 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 young because all young is like you make sometimes you make those hot head decisions and stuff. You're not able to keep your composure. But when you do, those guys, they're not going to, the guys that you're speaking of who are long in the tooth, long in the tooth they're not going to be the ones that, that count really against the salary cap. We got to right. look at the young guys who we feel are the biggest parts of this squad and bring them back. And now, I, who do you I, think I, that is? Well, I'm sitting here thinking that uh, considering the fact that we have N'Kobe Dean just waiting in the wing, I don't think that there's any way that we bring Kazir White and TJ Edwards back. I think one of those one guys, the other, yeah. yeah, he's yeah. going to be, he's going to be end up gone. Yeah. Um, but like you said, Jurgen's waiting in the wing for um, for Kelsey. But I think that Kelsey holds enough status on this team and in the city that if he says he wants to come back, they'll find a way. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I look at guys like uh, like Sue and Joseph, and I just view their value over a guy like Cox right now. If I'm being honest, if you're looking at a numbers, <laughs> numbers wise, yeah. Like, well, you, yeah, and and, you, and you're correct in that sense because. Uh, even, even though they're a little longer than tooth, they they bring that uh, attitude to a young defensive line. Like, like we we go we coming to work, we coming to kick ass. Like mm-hmm. Fletcher, he's tone, like Fletcher, sure. like Fletcher's still a little young, and I still think sometimes he disappears and stuff, and you know takes some time off. But uh, the two guys you spit, spoke of, they'll they'll be there for the taking, and they'll be there for a little bit of nothing. But we have, but we also have to make sure that we bring Hargro Hargrave back. I mean, and, uh, just looking at this list uh, of guys that Hargrave, personally, yeah. I Look. think, are gone. Uh, I think Fletch, Robert Quinn, yeah. um, Bradbury, possibly Sayamalu, definitely Andre Dillard, either mm-hmm. White or Edwards, um, <laughs> Bo- Boston Scott potentially. I think uh, I might that, even br- I think I might even bring Boston Scott back cheap and then go get somebody yeah. in the draft. Yeah, Good, because yeah, it's like I think is what, gone. It, 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 Chauncey's got to be a guy. It's one-on-one targets. He just has to be. So top five, your top five free agent keeper. Uh, I think I can agree with – I think everyone can agree with uh, Chauncey. I think there's a there's a, there's a a level of his play that you don't see or haven't seen 
in some safeties in the past. I mean, obviously Malcolm Jenkins has been amazing, but just think about the safeties that have played in Philadelphia over besides a Dawkins type. But, um, you know, he brings an element to his game, whether it's a, uh, a vibe to him that you know that he's a little, he's a little crazy when in the right type of crazy that you like in Philadelphia. I think, uh, you know, he's a guy that I've wanted ever since he, you know, was on the floor of the campus. Um, the fact that we got him, I can't even believe we got him for what we got him. Um, I do think he's he's a tone setter. I, th- I think if I'm picking five here, um, I'm looking at Kelsey, Gardner Johnson, uh, probably like you said, uh, Boston Scott. I'm going T.J. Edwards personally over because you're white. Oh yeah, T.J. Man, Whew. and f- probably. <laughs> Hargrave, I gotta go Hargrave. Now see, now see, I, I got, I gotta go, gotta go Hargrave, CJ, and uh, I got, I kind of gotta go Kasir White over TJ because TJ and Mikel Kobe Dean play the same position. Yeah, Kasir, and Kasir White is that guy who covers, who covers well. It's like, and he, he covers well, and he's from here, and so it's not gonna be, it's not gonna be the same amount that you give TJ. As much, as much as I love TJ, he's standing in the way of of a, of a young stallion. I mean, uh, Kelsey kind of had his way in that game. Mm-hmm. Kelsey uh, kind of had his way. Talking about TJ, I was on TJ was dude. It was one play. I, I don't know what the play TJ was doing. One play, and uh, Kelsey's coming up, and he, he he's been in the in route. What the hell are you still standing still for? That's your zone. Roll with him. Roll with him. He oh, slipped. Man, he was slipping his ass off no, too. But he didn't, he didn't, uh, Trey Hutchins, where did Davion Taylor go, dude? I forgot he was even on the team. <laughs> practice squad. Was he on the team? <laughs> was he practice squad? Probably on practice squad. Yeah. No, I just. I mean, uh, I just think it's, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'll go. I think with TJ, TJ made all pro this year, bro. <laughs> Who that? Oh, TJ Edwards. Yeah. Well, oh, my good. thing with my thing with TJ, I'm just saying, like, as much as I just at the end of, I, I would like, I, I'd like a little bit more athleticism. Yeah. I just, and that, just and that's, and young, said, young, 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 <laughs> young athleticism. Well, that's why I said because uh, they're probably because they're white because. TJ Edwards is going to be a, a free agent. I guess who just went to Arizona? Gannon. So some of these guys are probably going to get uh, per, uh, poached by by Arizona because you like to keep your guy your, your guys uh, with you. Um, was there a um, was there a team that forfeited a first round pick? Because I saw it today that there's only yeah picks. somebody somebody uh, who was that? Who what team was, was that? it? The Browns. It may have been. It's somebody for tampering. Okay. It's a, a team that I can't remember the team, but yeah. I, I just saw it's the only 31 picks in the first round. I'm like, who the hell? Yeah, somebody forfeited their, pick, their first round pick. Yeah. I forget it was who my, it was. Miami. It was Miami. Okay. Yes, that's what. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Daniel had a question. He says one thing I don't like is coaches interviewing during the playoffs. That should be all done once the season is officially I agree over. With that yeah. entirely. I agree with that. It's yeah. mad weird. You're getting ready for a Super Bowl, and you're. I mean, like, listen, you got to look out for yourself. I, I get it from that aspect, but. Like from just, I, I want them to be completely focused in, so that they're acting as if we don't have enough time in the offseason to handle these things. What what they what they start doing it because uh, the exact, like the one thing that uh, losing teams want is for their new coach to get started, and you got to give the other guys a good opportunity. Those losing teams should wait for the winners. <laughs> well, yeah, they, I mean you could do that. I was like, but if you see somebody, if somebody comes in and wows you before the winners get finished. That that and it and it it's not and it's not a, and it's not fair to the people who win it too if they have if you, you don't even give them a chance to interview 
So it's kind of it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird as fuck. But and I it's because it, it, it's same thing equates like when we watch the, the college sports and the, uh, the the head coach has made concessions to move up to a, a better to move to a better job. But then they want you to play in the game and ruin your NFL status when we just playing in Chauncey A and I Bowl. Oh, you should play. Get the fuck out of my face, mm. <laughs> Jay Driscoll. Yeah, uh, some some people have been talking about that tenth pick. Um, I'm, I'm looking he- I'm looking heavy at the uh, the corners yeah, right the, now. Yeah, the kid out of Illinois. Yeah, my, that's the guy that I've been yeah. mentioning, Willerspoon. Um, check yeah. him out. Check check him out. Um, if you guys in the chat, ah. you're looking, you're looking for a guy to check out a dude. Out. We're talking fucking draft, bro. I hate it. Hey, hey, you that's like, all. That's yeah. the only way you're gonna get over. Go get over. I'm not gonna get over. I'm just saying I need to. I was watching weather. There's only one way to get over it. Just <laughs> uh, John says, "How about Lane and his injury? Obviously, um, he, he got surgery. it. He got it out, man. Uh, he's he going to get surgery very soon." Uh, talk about uh, Chris Maragos getting forty-three yeah, million dollars. I thought it was like seventy. Was it seventy? No, I, like I thought it was forty-three. Forty-nine point three. Forty-nine point three. They got a bag. Yeah. That was dude. That was like I, when I seen him, and I saw his knee after, and uh, he, he was going for most. I was like, "Damn!" Because it looks like if you if you watch him walk, it looks like one leg is short longer than the other. It's real bad, dude. I think I, I got that. Uh, Philly sports. Yeah. Shout out to Philly sports guy. Uh, to tank, does Cox become one of the guys who waits to <laughs> week ten to join a Super Bowl contender, similar to Sue? Uh, well, you know what. He, I heard he wanted to play for Big Red, so I can see him going to the Chiefs. Uh, he wanted to play. He want. He said he wanted to play one last year for Big Red, so I can see him migrating over to the Chiefs uh, to be on that squad to you know to add depth to their offense or to their defense line. Uh, that's why. That's why I say when uh, when we're talking about the about about the guys who are leaving and staying, I feel like if I feel like we could we could put pick up uh, not, not wait till week ten, but wait till like, like we need them. We we have Livall Joseph and uh, and Dominic Sue on call. Or they go through training camp and stuff, but we we, we do need some some veteran leadership to stay uh, within that room, and especially uh, yeah, Brandon Graham's in there, uh, so it's uh it's gonna be interesting to see who and what we keep. But I know if it's me, CJ is number one. I'm sorry, uh, no, nah, CJ, <laughs> CJ, CJ, CJ's in uh, hard and, and Bradbury honestly was one of those guys too. But now that you just look at the money aspect and you look at the fact that, like, I think the dude already knows that we're not going to be able to reach his number. <laughs> so, I mean, I think I think we will be able to see. This is the thing too, and with with, uh, with the magic of with, with the magic of the guy we call Howie, like we could get the guys the money that they that they want. Uh, but is there, they, you have to be worth it, though. And I, I, feel, I feel like so a couple of these guys are worth it. But like Barnett, Barnett better go. Oh God, <laughs> we can't get right. But uh, it's like, um, but it's like you got to, but you got to like be able. You got to want to leave some in the pot so we could be good, continue to be good, so we can come back and fuck fuck everybody up again. So mm. I know that a lot of people are of the mindset that we got to go cornerback. I just played devil uh, in the, with the tenth pick overall. Just played devil's yeah. advocate. Mm-hmm. What about like uh, an offensive tackle? I mean, you got to start thinking beyond Lane Johnson too at this point, right? Yeah, I mean, there's guys like uh, Peter Skaronski from Northwestern. Uh, yeah. If you if you're looking at some guys with offensive tackle guard versatility, um, someone who you could 
potentially be a, a backup like a jay driscoll <laughs> you know you know <laughs> kind of like we'll, that we'll, we'll see uh, you know like at the dinner tables tweeting at the show right now you believe this? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to <laughs> <laughs> hey do you know the, the one child of the uh the uh, the one thing too is that we have two first round picks so if we if we i think we get like the best available guy like we can get that corner that everybody that covered the corner so we don't have to pay uh bradbury that type of money and you you know like you know you can migrate that kid in. Mm-hmm. I, I think you, I think you get that corner if he's there. But if if number eighty eight from George is there, you damn sure get him. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a man. You guys think, inside and outside. You guys think? Uh, I think I think BG comes back. I think he comes back too. I've, I've been believing yeah. that for a while. Um, yeah. for for I, know, I, I, know, I asked him last year at, at the camp, and I said, uh, I was like, bro, you got one more year in there. It's like, yeah, it was yeah. like 15 years total. This was I was years. like, yeah, got, I was like, got, you come back to the Eagles, right? You come back to the Eagles, right? He said, Yep. We'll see. You'll work it out. It's yeah, like, I mean, and, I, and, I, and it's not about staying for less. It's like his salary cap number probably won't, won't be what it was at first, but then his role will be not so much diminished. But you have him on not, you have him in, in there uh, playing less plays. But you know, it's like he, it's like he, as an older guy, you start knowing your role. And you just be prepared when it, when it's time for you to seize the second and go out there and kick somebody's ass. Uh-huh. And, and I think that's the role that he he's uh he's uh, gone into. But but I think he's still young enough to be able to play an entire game as a, if we if need be. You, you know what I mean? If, if we need it, if we go if we go go down some guys, he's still good enough to start and and all that. I don't. But what do I mean good enough to start? He had like he had uh, more than ten sacks. Uh-huh. Shit. He had 11, he, yeah. yeah. It was like it was like the the one thing that um, and I'm and I'm going to be pissed at him forever for this uh, John McGannon for not for not deploying our guys and giving them an optimal chance to win, and I was uh, I was sad as fuck about that's the the main thing I was sad about. It's the Super Bowl, dude. What the fuck are you waiting on? The fuck are you waiting on? You didn't even put any pressure on this man. I was like, yes, I know he's the MVP, but we have we we we're in the Super Bowl. What are we waiting on? What <laughs> It's like, come on, he's back there. He's back there, alien. So, <laughs> uh, now, uh, my guy is talking crazy right now. Trade the tenth for Jalen Ramsey. Wishful thinking. I don't want Jalen Ramsey. I don't. I don't I'm not trading. I'm not trading the tenth. Now, this is not. Don't, when we say mercenary, we're not talking about a motherfucker that's got this in, in so in the contract somewhere and just trying to fucking jump ship. We're talking about a guy who's uh, is not doing is not on the contract. And wants to, and wants and it's still good. Ben wants to come play for us, and we are going to get him for the low low because he, because he wants to he wants to come and show us where. So he helps us out. and We help him out. Not that bullshit where we get him or get a problem from another fucking team and get, and get rid of some picks and shit. Fuck that. Mm, we got we got some love for Paris Johnson in the building from Ohio State. Um, also another guy six seven three oh eight. I mean he's the dude that uh. Getting getting some love in the chat. Shout out to Carmen as well. Um, yeah, yeah, young I, Vincent, young Vincent plays D tackle too. Uh, uh, Vincent, huh? Patrick Peterson, Ramsey. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people just throwing names. Like, like I'm not saying. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Say it again. Yeah, no, again. People just say like, yeah. You have to understand that like you need the way that you build a winning team is through the draft, like how we've been doing, and with young players. Um, guys that are, you know, at one point were the top of their game, 
they're not anymore, and they're not going to help you win a Super Bowl, which is the ultimate goal here. So I, I'm to, I'm of the belief that you got to go younger, and you got to you got to win off of um, lesser contracts. Now Daniel from Sweden Town says uh, draft in seventy two days. Next fourth and John in. Uh, we're gonna figure it out. Um, we are, you know, working on some things on the back end uh, for potential shows. Um, but we'll we'll stay tuned. It'll keep be interesting. Keep you updated. It'll be interesting. Um, but um, definitely got some things worked out in the plans. Um, oh, man, um, I'm, I'm I'm telling you, man, what a what a what a great season. It's just I was someone was someone was like, could you describe how you're feeling in one sentence? I said, okay. Imagine like the dopest dopest of dope sentences you're putting together the, the beautiful sentence structure but you don't put on the period you leave you, that's what it feels like you did not put a period at the end of the sentence or exclamation mark um you want to know feel, why I, I just feel robbed you want to know why because the shit the shit ain't, this season is over but the shit ain't over we got it we have a young nucleus we have a, a good young team and the, the thing is it's like we want the best for this for these guys because of the way they come out and perform and work for us uh, the the thing I, I think, that, and I know I don't I don't know if you guys thought about this, but him him losing him losing that game and the way he walked off that field, I don't I don't I I'm waiting to see what the kid comes out to do next year. Jay, talking about Jalen mm-hmm. and and given this offensive line, the way that they block and the way they love him and the way they follow the leader and AJ Brown and the Slim Reaper and and, and Dallas nobody's mentioned Dallas got it. He was a motherfucker in that, in that game. Mm-hmm. I don't I, didn't, I don't and like. Dude, I'm, I can't wait to see what this young team puts together. Uh, how they how they come out next year? Because I, I don't. A lot of people um, are going to they're going to be like uh, the Super Bowl hangover. I think they're going to come out roaring. It's like because uh, I think if they, I know that they can't think like I'm thinking. Because I, I feel like I feel like we got robbed, and I, and I was like, I only feel like we got robbed for the last the last minute or so. We didn't get an opportunity to make this right or just plainly lose under our own power. I was like, when they sent, when somebody says the officials are not supposed to affect the game, this is what they mean. You don't call the game one way the entire time and pick and choose when you come and when you, when you want to make a call. That's not how the game is supposed to work by any stretch of the means. You're supposed to be the one fair and convenient thing that we don't have to worry about, and you pull this shit, and the, the NFL is going to back you. Nobody, nobody that's, that's still in the NFL can say anything about it. But I am saying something about it. It was fucked up. Whether you're on either side of the coin, that was fucked up. To let the game go on like that and to let it end like that was was worse than last year. Last year, they're talking about the Bills, the Bills not having an opportunity. They had opportunity. Time just ran out. The officials stopped this one. You know how I feel is um, I feel like the the Jim Kelly Bills. That's how I feel because no, we sat we sat here. And I'm 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 gonna Some I'm gonna Kelly Bill? I'm, I'm gonna stretch it here. I'm 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 gonna stretch it. Um, okay. I'm, you know, I'll let we, you go. A few few months ago, we had that uh, we had that World Series loss. I'm gonna add in that Union Championship just for emphasis. <laughs> uh, we just lost the uh, Super Bowl, and now in June, I have no confidence in this Sixers team closing it out. Um, that- so that that would be, in my opinion, four straight losses. All in one year, in uh, in championship hopeful teams, 
So, if, yeah, I'm feeling like the Jim Kelly Bills right now. No, no, if, so when you said that, guess who's been at each loss? You? No, you? Philly Sports Trips. <laughs> Vince, Vince has been at each loss. The Union? The Union loss? Hey, and Vince, the, and the, and, and stay the, your ass at home, okay? Hey, hey, the Union loss, then the World Series loss, <laughs> and now this one. Well, I mean, if you're if while we're at it, I mean, shout out to the Philly Sports Trips. If you want to take a trip, they got a lot of trips planned. Uh, they, yes. you know, talk about going to, uh, you know, Sixers games. Um, yeah. You talk about going to spring training. Spring training. Are you going? You, I know you're. Uh, I'm gonna pick one. You, I'm gonna pick one of the weekends to go down there for spring training. That be and, uh, you know what? I might, I might, I might actually, I might, I might think about doing that. I might think about doing hibernate that. until August. <laughs> And shout out to shout out to my boy Andrew from uh from uh base training and my other boy Andrew from uh, Philly Sports Shirts for the for my damn Skippy for my damn Skippy attire. Now, the, uh, that, one, that, one one, like, that one feels like a trademark infringement. <laughs> what, what damn Skippy? Oh yeah, it does. <laughs> it? But that's why they probably work hand in hand. But because uh, uh, Vince did introduce it to him. But in, in any event, uh, when you when you look at it, uh, the one thing I think a lot of people had a good. We showed up at masses down there. And dude, it was an, an epic time. Uh, we, I just didn't like the, the outcome. It wasn't what we wanted it to be, but it was like, it was that was the funnest stuff I've ever had with all the Philly fans together, all the all the Eagles fans together, ascended on one place. And they, we, when they introduced, now I know you guys heard it on TV when they introduced Dak Prescott. I happened to be looking for my beer, and all I heard was "boo." I was like, "Oh God!" Mm. It was the loudest. They could have heard us from twenty miles away, dude. It was loud as hell. I was cracking up, mm. but um, that's what I love about my people. Um, I know a lot. A lot of us taking it hard. Uh, I, I, I kind of, I kind of think you guys are going to be able to do the show today because I've been talking to other people and they, they're taking it hard, and that's how, that's how it is. And it's, so, uh, and I, and it, it's hard. To, <clears throat> I think it, the roughest part of it is, is still the way the, the way the referee took it from us. Nobody, I was like, you, we could talk all day about we had other chances throughout the game. I was like, but throughout the game, you got to realize we make plays, they make plays. We make plays, they make plays. You notice there's not an official in there? That, I'm not, I never started to stop before an official. We make plays, they make plays. We make plays, they make plays. We make plays, they make plays. Then the official made a play. The game was over. I, I was, uh, there was just moments in that, that game where, um, you know, like I'm, I'm trying to keep my composure. Like, because sometimes you, you'll, you'll, I'll see other people, right? And they're like getting out of hand. Where I'm like, I'm trying to like stay focused, and I'm trying to think like, you know, you play football, you be like four quarters, you know, like you, you got to like my mentality is mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. But some people are like, game's over, right. and I'm just like, I need to like watch the game. And then if something goes wrong, I'm like, then you start going into your Eagles crazy fandom shit. Like everything happened when I was watching this TV. <laughs> I'm staying here until something bad happens. Then I move somewhere else. So I started moving around, but then uh, I gotta pee. this guy in his uh, urination, uh, shout out to uh, the toilet. Um, <laughs> but Ev, I mean, uh, at the end of the day, man, uh, we threw a good party. Hey, good, to great see, time. good to see great your time. family. I was like, yo, likewise, the, likewise. the whole the whole lineage is there. <laughs> you know, all our loved ones were yeah, there. My, I thought my grandparents it was... made it down. My uncle was there as well. Uh, my parents, my sister, her boyfriend. It was it was uh, it was great to have the whole family there. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just, uh, bummed that the season is over. Um, but uh, before we get out of here, I just want to give a shout out to Conchi Italian bakery for supporting us, supporting us for the tailgates. 
Shout out to Bud Light. Bud Light has been uh, holding us down at these tailgates for for years. Uh, we appreciate them more than ever. Um, it's always a good time. Uh, next tailgate, it's going to be a minute. Probably an open practice, maybe. Something. In August. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. This guy's over here uh, known oh, for yeah. his doing his business. So uh, before we get oh, out of no. here, man, you're uh, – yeah, no, I was uh, drinking a little – Little tequila, so to ease the pains. So, uh, <laughs> why don't we give you your last word before we get out of here? Um, my last word, last word, so after a while. Uh, my last word is uh, and we we're gonna continue this ride, man, until we get us a title. Uh, keep your head up, everybody. I hate to see you like that, man. It's fucked up. <laughs> I know, I'm, serious, I, I'm, like, I'm working my way through it. I'm trying not to be such a sulky no, no. bitch right now, but I, it, it's no, it's, a, it's it's hard. It's it's dude. It's so it's so hard. And then uh, and then when people when random people call, that's why that's why well, I guess that's why I'm a motherfucker. Because I if you come at me, I'm coming for your neck right away. Dude, that's the so thing. Is that I got I got friends that I, one that's a Packers fan, the other is a Patriots fan, and they could not wait to talk to me. I'm like, where did your guys' teams finish, bro? Like, what the no. fuck are we talking about? Yeah. So. My my one thing is uh, we had a great ride this year, and um, I don't I don't have nothing to hold my head, hang my head for. I'm still proud of the guys. Uh, the other thing is uh, I'm I'm happy we got rid of Jonathan Gannon. Hopefully, we get somebody in here who will use all these guys to uh, to the best of their ability. Um, I'm just, glad uh, I don't have to I don't have to defend him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and the, the fuck that, and then, and this is fucked up too. And so as things are unfolding. All I can hear is you was like that motherfucker. This motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and it's like, and you knew then it was, but it was like, but you know, it's like they, um, it's just like one of those things where, you know how much it, it pains everybody because how much we as a city, and we we as fan, as Eagles, so not just as a city, but we as Eagles fans, Philadelphia Eagles fans, we we as Birds fans, it's like we feel the pain. So it's like, it's like, uh, it's like. I didn't, I didn't know I was gonna take it like this. I was, dude. I was. I've been somber since like that Sunday. I, it's like it's like ah man. It's like because nothing, nothing, nothing feels good. Nothing tastes good. You know. Yeah. Well, it's actually this tequila does taste good. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but you know, if uh, if any, if the my last word is still fly eagles fly go birds. Yeah. No, I um, it dude, it's it's hard not to be proud about what the Eagles did this year, man. They were they were a great squad. It was an awesome team to watch all year long. Um, my last word essentially would just be, uh, you know, thank you to the guys that have been who I don't know who's going to come back and who's not of, of the right. team. You know, I, I got a lot of, uh, favorites that are on the squad right now, all time Eagle favorites of mine. And, uh, whether they end up retiring, whether they end up uh, going somewhere else, um, thank you for everything you've given, I guess. Mm. Uh, mm. to follow Ev, uh, last word is, uh, Again, you diehards out here, I, I would appreciate you uh, tuning in, always supporting, always coming out to events. Uh, you know, sometimes we report on the X's and O's. Sometimes we talk about the the love that we have for this game that has transcends uh, the football field. This is a, it's a family thing. Um, uh, getting together, meeting a lot of you guys on the road. Um, I met, you know, I was eating my breakfast at the Reading Terminal, and I was in a mood. <laughs> I was just not not feeling great, and a random Eagle fan who's fan of the show right. was like eating his breakfast, and he came up and said, "What's up?" And we had a conversation, but it brought me back to uh, 
I got, you know, he, he said, keep your head up, you know, like, and again, you know, I, I take it personal with the, these birds, but at the end of the day, uh, it's a great fan base. I wouldn't, I'd rather, I wouldn't, you know, this is, you know, to do this, what, what we do is a, is a great time. Uh, and it's awesome to share it with you guys. And uh, it's not finished. Uh, the job's not finished. Uh, we'll, nope. we'll be going into off season with the more shows and we look forward to breaking bread with y'all talking birds as we always do. Um, go birds. As always, go birds and fly. Eagles, go birds, fly, fly go fly.